Hey there, it's Tanya Stokes. Welcome to the podcast. So, what have you been up to? (laughs) Listen, I've been busy. I've been busy being busy, actually. Um, Got a lot of stuff, a lot of great stuff that I am working on. And I just wanted to take this Tuesday to check in on you to see how things are going with you. So listen, you know, we're talking about the recession-proof course, the recession-proof your salon course, um, which is currently available. If you go to the academy, the number four, the letter u.com, or if you go to tanyastokes.com, there's a link there as well. And there's also a link in this podcast. Look at your screen. There's a link. So today... I want to talk to you about um, freebies, okay? So, you know, this is where we come to talk about positioning yourself um, in the salon business. I mean, we talk about life things as well and life goals, but this podcast is mainly for salon owners, hairstylists, barbers, people in the beauty industry. No, I know I didn't start out that way. It started out with me just getting on here, talking about my feelings and how we let people take us from zero to 100 real quick and what we should do to avoid that. And I will still give you some of that, um, but I will mainly give you uh, tips and tricks on how to manage your mental health and manage your business Um, even when someone is poking the bear, so to speak. So today, as I said, we're talking about freebies. You know, there is no reason for you not to promote your business with all the free stuff they have out here. So many free apps and free sites for you to promote your business. As a matter of fact, we're using one right now. It's called podcasting. And people talk about podcasting. It's funny because we know we have uh, podcasters who are getting paid generously to be podcasting. And then you have some people that aren't being paid. They may have an affiliate link or a sponsorship or something like that. Mainly when you hear celebrities with a podcast, the celebrities are getting paid a lot of money for podcasting. But when you hear like regular people with a podcast, you, they just have stuff to talk about. So podcasting is free. You just have to build your community and build your audience and let it take over that way. But more importantly, you have to be consistent, which is what I'm working on, right? So Because we know that everything is changing as it relates to the economy. In 2020 and 2021, we saw interest rates like really, really low. Um, You heard heard things like all-time low or historically low, which means it has never happened before. And I talked about that on a TikTok and in a YouTube rant. And the reason they said historically was because it had never happened before. 
Fast forward to two years later, and before before rates were historically low, interest rates were at 5%, 5, 5 5.5%, 6%, something like that. And then COVID happened. And the feds did what they did to stimulate the economy, which was drop the interest rates. And everybody got out there and started purchasing, right? Then the economy returned to a normal economy. Did you catch that? The economy was at 5%, 5.5%. COVID happened. We had this big drop in interest rates down to a historical 2.5% or 2.65%. And now, two years later, we are right back where we started. And the crazy thing about that is people are acting like this is new. (laughs) So anytime you talk to them about buying anything, buying a car, buying a house, buying whatever, they're like, oh, I don't know with those interest rates. The interest rates were the way they were before COVID happened. Well, in the process of all the changes happening, we're now in a recession and there's inflation. So things are going up. And the crazy thing is, talking back, we're going to talk about 2008 again, like we did last week. People panicked in 2008. And in a previous podcast, I I told you that it was time for you to increase your prices. And I hope you did not... I hope you didn't miss that window to increase your prices so that you can survive in this economy so that you can re- so that you can survive in this recession because for those of you that missed the window you may lose more clients now when you raise your prices than you would have if you raised your prices months ago when I told you that you should. But hey, depending on who you are and where you are, it's probably not too late. So where am I going with this? There are so many apps out there that will let you promote your business for free that you are not taking advantage of because you have a fear of being judged. And here's the thing, you could be the best hairstylist, the best barber, the best esthetician, the best makeup artist, the best, the best, the best. We're going to judge you anyway. We are. Somebody's going to find a line that needed to be blended in better on your color. Oh, you see that hard line? That's a hard line. And it may not even be a hard line. It could be bad lighting. Somebody's going to have an issue with the haircut. You saw, you see that? She left that little piece on the end. Maybe the client's head wasn't positioned correctly. Again, bad positioning or bad lighting. But that is what we see. Oh, he left a hard line in that taper. You see that hard line? People are going to judge you anyway. I promise you, people will judge you anyway. Oh, she could have blended... She could have blended that eyeshadow better. 
People are going to judge you anyway, but let me tell you who's judging you. The people who are judging you are the people that are not doing it. The people that are afraid to post their stuff. The people that are afraid to get out and solicit business. Those are the people that are judging you. People like myself who does not mind getting out and promoting my business. I'm not judging you. Now, I may look at your stuff and be like, dang, I should have used that sound. You know, because they have some great sounds out there on uh, Instagram and uh, TikTok. In radio, we call them voiceovers or donuts. But I like to use the language that everyone else is using, which is a sound. And they have some great sounds out there. Um, One of my favorites is... Post your business so people know you exist. Post your business so people know you exist. People won't know you exist if you don't post your business. I love that one. And then there's another one that said, "Uh, is she doing it again? Yes, she's doing it again. She's talking about her business. She's posting her business. I absolutely love those. Because you need to post about your business so people know that you exist. And why not do it when it's so freaking free? It is free. It's free dollars. It doesn't cost you anything. Right now, if you wanted to advertise on the radio, you're getting ready to drop a couple hundred dollars. If you want to advertise on TV, you're going to drop a couple hundred dollars. If you want to advertise in the newspaper, you will drop a couple hundred dollars. And if you are lost about what drop means, I mean, you will pay a couple hundred dollars. But you have podcasting, which is what we're doing now. Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher. You have podcasting that is free. That's like radio. iHeartRadio series. Now I think for iHeart and series you have to pay. But guess what? I could stream this podcast on most of those platforms. Because they need the business. They need to look busy. So instead of having a portfolio of 20 people who are probably paying them $10,000 or more to be hosted on the platform, they will throw in a few Tanyas, a few Angelas, a few Danas, a few Berries. You know what I mean? For free to stack it, to stack the deck, to make it look like, oh, we have business, business, business. But what they will do is they won't put us at the top of the list. Unless you subscribe to my channel, which I want you to do. <laughs> you subscribe to my channel, share this podcast, just follow me. Do all the things, do all the things. Be, be everything Tanya right? Tell all your friends about me. Post about me. Post about Tanya on your Instagram and your TikTok and your Facebook. (laughs) I'm telling you, that is how you get recognized for free. So when you do a blog, you start a blog. Blogging is free. And I'm going to get more in detail with, with some of this a little later. Blogging is free. You can have a free blog through Google. Blogging is free. If you have a Gmail account, you have a free blogger account, B-L-O-G-G-E-R. It's free just for being a part of Gmail. Blogging is like the newspaper. And the good thing about blogging, 
It's like, you know, the newspaper, I think it could have changed, but back in the day, the newspaper was written on like a third grade level. So anybody could pick up the newspaper and read it and understand what you're reading. Could be different now. But the good thing about blogging is you don't have to be grammatically correct. Hell, they don't expect you to be grammatically correct. And I will take it back to radio. It's the same way with radio. Now the information has to be correct. But on radio, yes, the information has to be correct. You have to have um, a good tone. You know, it has to be something about you that builds a community and draws people to you. And then you, you know, share those people with the radio station. But on podcasting, you don't have to be grammatically correct. You could be like, yo, look, check this out. Yo, check this out, homie. So today I'm going to talk to you guys about how to build your business. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? What we're going to do today is we're going to get down and dirty about where the coins are. You could do that on podcasting because it's a part of who you are. It's a part of your personality and you will have your own market or your own tribe that will vibe with you. I'm using all the terms. And they will tell all their friends about you and they will start to follow you. And then you could be super intelligent using big words. And then those people will be attracted to you. But you got to know your audience. And we talked about that in previous podcasts where I told you about um, your avatar, knowing who your avatar is, knowing who your audience is, and you speak to them in their language. You speak to them in a way that they will understand. And it's the same thing with blogging. With blogging, you do not have to be grammatically correct. With blogging, you could say, um, and you could type, um, you can, you can say, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yo, check this out. Mike check one, two, one, two. I went to the grocery store. This dude didn't hold the door. Like you could do all of that in blogging. That is who you are. This is an opportunity for you to leverage some of these platforms because they're free to show people a different side of you. It's freaking free. What are you going to talk about on a podcast? I talk about business. I talk about mindset. I talk about growth. Same thing I talk about in blogs, right? But that's who I am. If you know me, if you really know me, whether you are in the industry or you're a client, my clients will tell you, my question to them is always, what's next? How is dyeing your hair purple and green going to get you a raise? Hey, what are you going through? Do you want to talk about it? Let's talk. And even if they don't want to talk about it before the end of the service or the next service, they're sharing because that's who I am. It's always, it's always been me. That's who I am. I like to have a good time, but more importantly, I want to know that you're okay. I want to know that you're okay. Now I am not the stylist that's going to call you. I'm not going to call you after this visit to see if you're okay but I'm gonna extend that olive branch or I will ex give you the opportunity 
to reach out to me. And I know better than doing that. Um, just, just because of how life happened for me, you know, when you tell somebody, call me if you need me, then you put the pressure on them to call you if they're in a crisis or if they're having a moment where they're sitting there, probably can't breathe, don't know how to get out of this situation. Then there's that added pressure to call and ask for help. Whereas it's a lot easier if you just text them or call them and said, Hey, I'm thinking about you. What you doing? And in that moment, they will say, I'm in a crisis or I'm having a difficult time. Then, you know, you, you do follow-up questions and you either go there and meet with them, whatever, call somebody, a family member, a friend, whatever. So I know better than saying, hey, I'm here if you need me. But that is such a fine line when you're in business and women share and, and overshare that I don't want you to tell me about a horrible situation and then I call you and say, hey, girl, how is that horrible situation? See how uncomfortable that could be? So I just don't do it. Um, but every now and then I do, I will send a text or a joke or maybe something I saw on Instagram, like, girl, I thought about you, even if I didn't, I'm, I'm just trying to check their pulse to make sure everything's good based on what they shared with me in a chair. Right. So getting back to freebies, what would be the same as television? Because remember I told you TV, radio, newspaper, they all cost a lot of money. What would be the same as television? Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. You could turn on that camera on your phone. Hey, what's what's up? What's up? What's up? If y'all ever saw a video, if you ever see a video of me like, yo, what up, shorty? <laughs> Check on me. Because <laughs> that's just not how I, you know, that's just not my lingo. That's not how I do things. But you have in your phone, in your phone, you have so many ways to market and advertise your business for free that you are not leveraging. And I want you to stop it. I want you to pick up this computer. This cell phone is a computer. That's why it costs so much. I'm sure your cell phone costs more than $600. My laptop, my laptop alone costs somewhere around $800. My cell phone is $1,100 plus. Dollars. They're the same thing. They're the exact same thing. And you need to start utilizing them both. You could download the Anchor app on your phone right now hit record and start talking about whatever it is you want to talk about. Hair, breakage, color, makeup, sh um, shades and hues and pigmentation, all of that. You can start talking about. You could create a chorus. <laughs> There's so many things that you can do for free. 
So I'm going to run down this list of freebies. And um, we just kicked off a series. This is going to be the series. Okay. So when you utilize all the freebies that you have around you, it's a marketing tool that will allow your customers to get to know you and get to know your brand better. And not only that, you don't even have to give anything away. You don't have to say, hey guys, go to my page, download the link, get $25 off of your next service. You don't have to do that. You could just push a hairstyle, push a before and an after. If you're uncomfortable with your skills as a hairstylist or a makeup artist, always show a before and after. Now, because of my avatar, befores and afters make sense. They want to see the results. But that may not be your avatar. And that is something we can discuss a little later. As I said to you previously, if you need help figuring out who your avatar is, call me or email me. Let's get this thing in motion so you won't be throwing ads out there to anyone because if your target if your target is anyone you won't hit anyone <laughs> you won't if you're like I'm here for everybody I market to everybody I service everybody and you do remember I said you are in the customer acquisition business it is your job to acquire customers but it is also your job to acquire a certain type of customer right? So you want to have an aim. It's like looking at a bullseye. You know, you have all the other um, areas of the bullseye, but then everybody wants to hit the target in the middle, the bullseye, right? And the reason you want to hit the bullseye is because that makes you feel amazing. Like I did it. I could have touched any one of the other rungs on this um, on this bullseye, but I got the one in the middle because that was my target. So you want to always hit your target, but you got to know your target before you're able to hit it, right? So I want you to utilize Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, I don't know much about Snapchat at all, but a lot of people get business from Snapchat. I cannot speak to Snapchat at all, but it's there. So you have TikTok, Twitter. Um, oh my gosh. And the big dog, YouTube and Google. Oh my goodness. YouTube and Google are the big dogs in this industry. Google, of course, just changed their name. And the new name is called the Google Business Profile because Google, of course, is geared towards business. They're gonna send you a postcard or send you a link to make sure your business is legit. And then Google's gonna tell everybody about you. So just imagine if you have a Google account and a YouTube account, because they're related, they're constantly dancing your stuff back and forth. Oh, if you like new faces, check out her YouTube account. 
If you like T. Stokes, the realtor, check out her YouTube account. So they are bouncing clients back and forth. And then they go as far as telling you what the client researched when they found your page. So now you know what hashtags to use, right? So that is free. And it's so free that in YouTube, after a while, when you've developed or you've built your community, YouTube is like, hey, because you have this community and people seem to like you, we're going to pay you if you just keep the videos coming, keep the information coming. And it's all free. It doesn't cost you anything. I said the other day, I've never met anyone with a YouTube account that's making money. I know I see the videos all the time. And then I was in a talk a few weeks ago and somebody asked the person, how much money, you know, do you make on YouTube? If you don't mind me asking. And he was like, no, I don't mind you asking me. I make anywhere from a thousand to $8,000 a month. And all I heard was $8,000. You make $8,000 a month. YouTube pays you $8,000 a month to post videos about things you like. This person isn't jumping out of airplanes. He isn't, you know, trying to swim with sharks. He isn't doing any of that. He is doing what he enjoys, selling houses and telling people, I sold a house. I saw this house. I thought you would like this house. Then I mentioned that to a friend and she was like, yeah, my friend makes about 10,000 a month. Doing what? Makeup. So I went to her page and she has this big community and she's like, Hey guys, check out this haul. You know, I got this, uh, I don't know, some dollar makeup from some makeup from the dollar store. And she's showing you how it's just as good as Mac. And it's just as good as, um, Tom Ford. I was like, what? She's making somewhere around $10,000 a month just from building her community on YouTube. They don't even Google. They only do YouTube. All these platforms are free. Yeah, they're pimping you. They're pimping you to do the work, but guess what they're pimping you to do? They're pimping you to do something you should be doing anyway. Post about your business and market your business. Now this one is gonna mess you up. You know who else does that? Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. The more you post about your business or go live, they're like, yo, this person has a community. Let's pay them so they can keep it coming. Because what you do is you bring your community to them and then they market the hell out of their other stuff, the other people that are paying them to advertise. You ever, you ever hear people talk about AdSense and stuff like that? So when you bring your community to them, once I get on your page, then they're like, hey, saw you Googling about that car. And they start showing you all the local dealerships. And remember the dealership advertised with them. And it's hand in hand. And all you did was post about something you like. So it's seamless. Anchor. Anchor wants me to drop their ad in my, in my talk. And they pay me. So when you're listening to me and all of a sudden you hear, hey, have you ever thought about creating an Anchor account? You know, one where you can talk to your family and friends. I'm getting paid to say that. Now, I use the platform 
and I love the platform. So why not? They pay me to say it. And I really feel this way. When I first, when I first started podcasting, I used a different platform. And I had this whole setup with the speakers and the plugs. And it was a lot. It was a lot. I had to be stuck at my desk to do it or in, in my office. And it was just a lot. Now with Anchor, because Anchor is so easy for me to use, sometimes you'll hear me say, hey, guys, I'm getting dressed. I'm doing my makeup. I'm in the car. Sorry for the extra noise. But I am recording my platform because Anchor made it easy. I wasn't tied to my office to make a, a, um, a podcast. Anchor makes it so easy that if I'm shopping and I'm like, oh, that's a good marketing tool. Let me get on Anchor and tell my audience about it. These guys are making it so easy for you to post about your business or to show the world that you are a subject matter expert and you're not using it. Now, I've said to you before, if you go to my Instagram page, I'll post hair stuff here and there. But if you read the captions and my videos and my pictures, it's always talking about something else. It's a bob, but I'm telling you about loving yourself and first make yourself happy before you can, because there's so much more to me than styling hair. And I just want to give it all. I want to give it all to my audience, right? But based on what I post, which shows you the type of stylist I am, and then you read the caption, it shows you that I'm a deep thinker. I rarely get the, what up, yo? You know what I'm saying? Can you just split the part down the middle? I rarely get that. Using the platform that speaks to me and that speaks to my audience draws my avatar in. It shows you just a little glimpse of me. You're never going to see me twerking dancing. I mean, even, even when I went to clubs, I didn't dance. So I'm not going to be dancing on social media. You know what I mean? But I don't have a problem with you if you do. You know what I mean? I hate to keep saying, you know what I mean? But I don't have a problem with you if you decide to put out a dancing video. That's your thing. It's just not my thing. So Utilize these platforms. They're here for you to help you build a business. Years ago, I was one of the um, hairstylists, uh, a regular contributor to Sophisticates Black Hair, Try It Yourself Hair. And you had a lot of people who sent pictures. And in order for the magazine to become a magazine, to have stuff to present to you, they needed work and they needed trending work. And when I first started out with Black Sophisticates Hair Magazine, I was just a regular stylist working with a um, photographer and we would take pictures and send it in and hope our picture was posted. You may have gotten a small picture, but if you were going to get a full page, 
they would let you know. If you were going to get the cover, they would let you know. And I got a full page a few times. I even got a few covers. So, and normally on those magazines or in those magazines, they use a celebrity for the cover. So it'll be like Janet Jackson on the cover, but in the corner, it'll be like my picture or another hairstylist's picture. You, you still got on the cover and that was a big deal. Fast forward, no, no um, effort on my own. It was the photographer, James Laster. He developed a relationship with the editor of the magazine, um, a working relationship. And then she started reaching out to him because she liked his work. Now, when you go to a photographer who's, he's a photographer and you like his work, you know, the photographer wasn't responsible for the hair and the makeup and dressing the subject. The model is called the subject, right? So he had to build a team to help him look good. And it was nice because we were grassroots. Like we all started at the bottom together and then he learned the business and then he learned what he had to do so that he would get paid to submit his work and then we would get paid. So we went from being little hairstylists, just submitting their work and hoping that it's um, published and hoping that nothing big happened in the world. Like, oh, I hope no celebrity died or I hope nobody got married. Because if they told you you were going to be on the cover, you were going to be bumped for whatever was happening. And if you know anything about the news, news and newspaper and stuff like that, you know it's very easy to be bumped. That's why you don't tell anybody, look for me on the cover because you don't know what the heck is going to happen before they print that magazine. So you just kind of wait. And then you hit everybody with it when it comes out. Well, because of James Laster's relationship with the editors of the magazine, we started getting paid. So now you had all the other people just submitting their work. Now we're being, now we're paid hairstylist, which is a big deal. And even though the money wasn't a lot, it wasn't a lot at all, but it was, it put us on a different level. Now we're paid to submit work to the magazine. And with that payment came instructions. We don't want the models wearing um, earrings. We want them to have natural makeup and everyone must have on some white it could be a white dress, a white shirt, a white tank. You know what I mean? And then they would take that picture. This is going to blow your mind. They would take that picture. When you open the magazine, it'll either be in the center, which is a big deal to get the crease of the magazine as well. Whether you're on the front, the back, or the middle, all those are big deals. But here's another thing. They're also going to put your work with a product that you know nothing about. So sometimes you're sitting there like, oh my God, I'm going to try that product. 
the model, that product is not in the model's hair. The hairstylist didn't use that product. It's probably a new product that they got paid thousands of dollars to market and advertise. So that's how we know that a lot of what you see isn't so. So now you see like when you're on Canva, which is also another free app, when you're on Canva and Canva has a section that's called stock photos or stock videos, I can go to Canva right now and put in blonde extensions under video. Canva will show me a couple of stock photos. And sometimes I go even deeper. I'll say black hairstylist doing blonde extensions or black hairstylist doing a client's makeup. Either a picture or a video will come up. All you see is, and then I could go even deeper and say dark, darker skin. A lot of what you see is not so. So even if you are having an issue, you're still uncomfortable as far as your work. I don't suggest that you take someone else's work from a stock photo and pass it off as your own, but you could do a real quick 10 second video where you're constantly cutting like you you saw someone, you show someone opening the door. You know, you have your salon name, you have someone opening the door. And these are stock videos. These aren't videos that you recorded. They're opening the door. Someone else is ushering them to a chair and then they spin them around. And when they spin them around, it could really be one of your models. Or once they spin them around, you can tag them with one of your models with the same complexion as the person on the video. But the end picture is really your work until you get the kinks out. I don't do it. I use real models <laughs> there, but you got to remember too, I come with years and years of experience. I take pictures of clients all the time in my chair, on my phone. I don't post half of them. And I know it's uncomfortable. Like sometimes clients will sit waiting for me to take the picture. And sometimes I'll take the picture and sometimes I don't, but it's not because I don't like the hairstyle. Sometimes it's the client's posture. Sometimes it's the client's, um, skin texture. Like if it's a, you know, I, and I know a lot of this stuff is vain, but I just don't do it. Some clients that want to be photographed come in with that air. They come in with that, Hey girl, that confidence. And that confidence radiates through the platform. You see it. They're confident. Go back, go back to my Instagram and see the girl dancing. That girl would have danced even if she knew my video was on. She didn't know I was recording, but she would have done it if I had said, do a quick dance real quick, you know, do something real quick, something funky real quick. So I could post it. She would have done it anyway. Cause if you follow the tag, I tagged her in the video. If you follow the tag, she's out with girlfriends. 
She's out dancing. She's at a concert. She's always smiling. She's always front and center. She could be with 10 people, but she is going to be front and center in that 10. She's very confident in who she is. The person that always wants to be in the background, I wouldn't photograph them. I may photograph a side profile of them, maybe with their head down, just to get my angles and to show the color. I may actually position that person. Can I get you to hold still? Can I get you to just hold your head down, drop that shoulder, tilt your head to the side a little bit? And while I'm doing that, I may be videotaping her. I wouldn't even record her. And I'll snatch a still piece, a still piece of that video when I'm done. And it's all this has to take less than 60 seconds because she's uncomfortable. So you have to hope that you you grab something. You could either do where you, you do a, a shutter shot where you take a bunch of pictures. You could take like 50 to 100 pictures at one time. But some people are uncomfortable. So when you have uncomfortable people like that, you probably don't want to use them as a model. Maybe if the client is going through something, I would do a quick picture and send it to them. I will not post it. I would be like, look how fly you are, you know? And then some people want to be seen and shouldn't. But all of this stuff, again, go look at my Instagram page. If you look at my Instagram page carefully, I am using the same people over and over and over again. And those people, if you follow the hashtag, normally they'll say, thanks for posting on oh, my girl, because they want people to know it's them. They want to be seen. So because you want to be seen, I want to make sure that you're seen. And if you follow, like I said, the hashtag and you go look at their page, if it's not private, because a lot of these girls are... um corporate women, most of their page is private. But if it's if it's not private and you follow their page, even if you request to follow them because they see that you have a relationship with me, like you follow me, then they're going to accept the follow. But you just go look at their pictures. They are front and center in every photograph. They want to be seen. And you want to start utilizing models. You want to start interviewing people. You want to build a community of folks who want to be connected with you and want to be seen, not just by you, but by people that know you and just grow from there. You could flourish from there. Again, following some of those people, if you go back and you listen to, um, I did like the energy coach and it was another young lady I did. Um, they launched a business in COVID and guess who was open to let me interview them? They were. So I don't want to go too far off topic, but the reason I told you about the magazine was because the magazine is not a magazine without the hairstylist and the photographers and the models. They need us. So we submit work to them and eventually they pay you. But now with Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and um, Twitter, it's the same thing. None of these platforms will exist if we don't use them. And that's why the platform is free. It's free. Why? Because they need you. 
They need your work. They need your expertise. So they make the platform free. And as an incentive for giving them, for bringing them your audience, they pay you and they call it monetization. They pay you a little stipend. But once you're monetized, they're going to double back and say, okay, we made you famous. We put you in front of a whole bunch of people that you probably would have never met on your own. You're in Charlotte. We put you in front of people in Virginia and Canada and DC and Texas. So whenever they're in town, they look you up. Or if they move to the area, they look you up. We did all that for you. Then they double back and say, hey, you should advertise by AdSense. So if you pay, then they'll take it even further. And that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother um, game when it comes to the advertising community. But utilize some of this free stuff and market your business and you don't have to use them all. Find at least two that works for you, whether it's a webinar, whether you're, whether you're offering them something like a free consultation so that you can get their email address and market your business to them via email because email still works. But all this digital stuff, all this digital game has become the business card and you still need a business card. You still need a business card that, that costs, right? But in the meantime, why don't you utilize all this free stuff? I believe in websites because I control the website. I own the website. So if, if Instagram or TikTok decides they're going to play with the algorithm, guess what? I still have my website and I still have a way to contact all of my customers, even when they're playing the oops, we were down for five minutes game. I have a blog. I have a blog for my real estate business and I have a blog for my hair, for my hair business. Why? Because my blogs are controlled by Google, who also controls YouTube, who also has my email that also puts me in front of thousands of people and then sends me analytics to say, hey, look, we showed your stuff to 1.4 thousand people this month. 60 of them clicked your website. Three of them called you. And here is the hashtag that they put in Google when we sent them your website. All this stuff is free. Hey, that's my time. I'm Tanya Stokes. Listen, if you need some help working with this and understanding this whole marketing and advertising business, especially as it relates to the freebies, I need you to give me a call or send me a text and I will call you at 704-756-2752 or send me an email at info at tanyastokes.com. In the subject box, just say, hey, I need help. I need some help. I'm here for you. Don't forget, we have kicked off the online course. It's called How to Recession-Proof Your Salon. You're going to need these tips 
because we are definitely in a recession and we don't know how bad it's going to get, but we know that regardless of how bad it gets, it will not affect you the way that it affects others because we are getting you prepared. Okay. So go to the website at the academy, the number four, the letter u.com or click the link in the description of this podcast. If you ever get lost, remember my name is Tanya Stokes. So just go to tanyastokes.com, tanyastokes.com. And there you will find this podcast. You will find my academy. You will find my website. All things Tanya is on tanyastokes.com. I want to thank you so much for your time. Remember, you are great. You just got to put yourself out there. You got to find your own community and grow from there. I'm Tanya Stokes. We'll talk soon. Bye.